you're now listening to the Alive Youth Podcast. How good's our band? Woo! So, bro, where you go? Don't you want us in the front row? Don't you want us in the front row? Oh, it's been taken. Being gentlemen. Yeah, bro. I haven't preached for a while. Do I preach on here or up there? I can't remember. I, I, on the floor? I guess, sweet. It's been like six weeks since I preached or something like that. Some you're like, good. How you doing? We run out of seats. Yeah. Okay. Remember that for next term. Sorry, leaders. Sorry, leaders. Hey, so good to be here. Who's new? I met some new people. Neve, where's Neve? Hey, Neve. I see. I, I remember Neve because the Prime Minister of New Zealand uh, just named her baby Neve. So that's an interesting fact for you. Uh, but she said that she had the name first. So there you go. Uh, it's all good. And uh, everyone else who is new, welcome to Alive Youth. Good? Everyone good to be here? Yeah, you're a little bit quiet, a bit sad that it's the last night. Yeah. Fan. I'm, I'm actually really sad. I don't know what to do on a Friday night. Luckily, we have our youth leaders retreat next Friday night, and, uh, and so that'll be good. And uh, Oh, thanks, bro. Light me up. Light me up. And uh, Levi's getting some, some service down the front. Sure, bro. Just give him the eyes. He's like, be quiet. And, uh, hey, so today, Christina already said, but it's our fifth year anniversary of being married. Am I right? Sweet. Who would like to see our wedding video? All the girls are like, ah! All the guys are like, okay, if we have to. All right, roll our wedding video. Bring down the lights. Cinematic. Crank up the volume. Bring down the lights. Bring down the lights.
thousand times a day and ask her if she'll marry me in some old-fashioned way but my silent fears have gripped me long before I reach the phone long before my tongue has tripped me must I always be is magic everything she does turns me on even though my life before was tragic now i know my love for her goes on every little thing she does is magic everything she does just turns me on even though my life before was tragic now i know my love for her goes on You can turn up the lights now. <laughs> Fantastic. So this is our fifth year anniversary, and babe, I just want to give you some flowers. <laughs> All right, who cried? Anyone cry? It's like this row right here, eh? Yeah, the back row, yeah, totally. I ran up to Christina, I was like, I don't know if there's any like booty dropping in the dance part or not. I can't remember. But I've I've retired from dancing. I don't dance anymore. <laughs> I might dance at your wedding, guys. <laughs> anyway. I wasted six minutes. Uh <laughs> oh yeah bro so we're wrapping up our full house series who's enjoyed our full house series it's been good who enjoyed our uh our incredible student panel last week come on that was so good weren't they amazing full of wisdom uh great knowledge and uh it was so good and it's just been an incredible uh incredible man this whole term's been amazing right it's been absolutely phenomenal, and I can't wait for Term 3. We've got some incredible stuff lined up for Term 3, uh, incredible series and stuff like that. So it's going to be amazing. So, you know, just, you know, keep coming. Keep coming along. And, uh, but uh, I, I totally believe that as, as we grow as a, uh, you know, as a family, as we grow, uh, you know, as more people come into uh, this place, as more people come into a live youth, uh, you know, who may or may not know Jesus, we're going to make sure that we're welcoming, you know, all the time. We're going to make sure that we're always welcoming. And uh, one thing that um, Shanae said, which was awesome, is that, you know, we're going to continue to open up our circles, right? We're going to continue to uh, to always be inviting people into it. We'll always make sure that we have room for someone to come into our circle. We're always going to be inviting. And, uh, and, you know, I don't know, we've all got a story, right? We've all, well, most of us, if you haven't been new to church or, you know, you even might have moved churches or whatever uh, throughout your time of being Christian. But at, at some point, right, we've all been new to something, right? 
We've all been new to something. We've all been, we, maybe some of us have been new to church. Maybe some of us have been new to youth. Maybe you're new to youth tonight. You know, but we've all been new to something. I remember back in 2005 and I was new to church. And I was not a squeaky clean Christian, right? I was not a squeaky clean Christian. Even uh, I remember a story uh, about how I was invited to something. I was invited to a connect group. Who, who goes to one of our incredible connect groups? Come on. So good. Uh, and so back in 2005, I was like something years old. And uh, I, was a, I was a young adult. And I got invited to a young adult connect group. It was real close to my house. It was awesome, and uh, it was on. Uh, it was located on a uh, on a uni campus. It was like where uh, where people who went to this uni they stayed on site and like they lived there. And so, uh, since there was a couple of uni people, I had to go to uni. Uh, and so. Uh, People who went to uni, they had like a common shared room. And so that's where our connect group was. And so I went to church one day. I'd been going to church for maybe a couple of weeks. And this guy had noticed me. And he was like, hey, man, you should, you should come to our connect group. And he told me the details. He told me the time. I was like, yeah, sweet, whatever. All good. I'll be there. And so Wednesday rocked up. It was Wednesday. It started at 7.30. And uh, it rocked up. And no one's in this room that he told me that, it was going to be. And so I kind of just kind of walked around everywhere and I felt a little bit weird because like it was a on-site uni like where you stayed. And so I was like this kind of creep just walking around because I didn't live there. And so I was just walking around and uh, and I was walking around and I just could, like let, got to like eight o'clock and I was like, no, nah, man, no one's here. Like he, he stitched me up. Right, he totally stitched me up, and uh, and I was like, man, no one's here. Like this guy's and you know said some things because I wasn't a nice Christian. I wasn't like very highly Christian at all. Uh, but so I went because I was a new Christian. I was still like struggling with some stuff. Like I just went, I went straight to the pub because like that's where I came from. And so I just went straight to the pub and played some pokies, right? And so that's what I did. And then uh, and then I went to church on Sunday. I was like, bro, where were you? Like, you stitched me up, bro. And like, he's like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I totally forgot we were moving it on for that. Like, one week, we were moving it to another location. I forgot to tell you. I lost your phone number. This is all before iPhones and everything like that. And, uh, and he's like, I lost, you. I lost it. My, my Nokia 3310 died. And, like, I couldn't, you know, couldn't find the charger or anything like that. And, and he's just like, sorry, bro. And so I told him what I did. And he wasn't like, Oh man, like because you went to the pub and played some pokies, we can't be friends anymore. Like that's just weird. Like that's not cool. He wasn't like that at all. He was totally like, oh man, that's cool. Like just don't do that next Wednesday because hopefully next Wednesday you just come to Connect Group instead of going to the pub. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so, and that's I got saved and I went to Bible college and all that. And it's all good, right? It was all good. Who's got their Bible? Fantastic. Mark chapter 2, verse 12 to 17. And uh, if you got it, quickly look it up because I'm about to read it. But this is an incredible story about Jesus because Jesus is just awesome. And it was this incredible story about how Jesus was so 
inclusive of people. He, he included everyone. And so what it says in Mark chapter 2, verses 12 to 17, it says, once again, once again, you know, Jesus out beside the lake. He's like just hanging out by, you know, the lake and it's all good. And a large crowd came to him and he began to teach as he walked along. He saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. And all tax collectors were all like dodgy and stuff like that, like rip people off. And so he wasn't a good guy that people, you know, he, no one believed that he was a good guy. And so he, saw, he saw, saw Levi at the tax collector's booth and he says, yo, follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. And while Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, a tax collector, many other tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were, Pharise who were Pharisees, saw him eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, they're like, yo, why, why, does, why, does, Jesus, why does Jesus eat with tax collectors and sinners? Like, how funny does it say sinners, right? Sinners. <laughs> sinners. <laughs> Why does Jesus eat with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus, like, got his spider sense and his hearing. He's like, ding, ding, ding. And, uh, and, and Jesus said to him, It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. He wanted to include the people that these other people weren't including. There's this great saying that I'm totally, totally going to steal right now and make it our own. Uh, but he, this guy will let me because he's awesome. And, uh, and, and it's from Pastor James Murray. Anyone know Pastor James Murray? Not a, not a lot of people. Maza is the man. It was like, he is the youth genius, right? Like, he's amazing. Has a church down in Cronulla now. It's amazing. And, uh, and, but Pastor James uh, used, uh, said this thing. And as a youth ministry and at a live youth, I really want it to be our thing. And so I want us to live a life that is strictly inclusive, Boom, there it is. Strictly inclusive. We don't exclude anyone else. We, we don't, you know, turn our back on the sinners, right? We, we what it like, we're all sinners. Some of us have just have an incredible relationship with Jesus who died on the cross for us. And some who just haven't met him yet. You know what I mean? But we, as a youth ministry, we're going to be strictly inclusive, it's who we are. It's who we're going to be. And, 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 you know, that means making room for everyone, not excluding anyone, but being inclusive of everyone. And so I'm not saying, you know, we need to be tidy, tight, buddy, buddy with everyone, right? We don't need to have an incredible, deep and meaning relationship with everyone. Well, we just have to make an initial thought about including everyone. We need to make room for others, make room for people who, who may not act the same as us. 
make people feel like we be- that they belong, which is a huge part of who we are, that we make people feel like they belong. You know, and you know, when I when I saw the guy on Sunday, you know, back to my story, when I saw him on Sunday, he wasn't like, man, what you did was bad. You're a sinner. Oh no. But he was like, no, nah, that's cool, man. Next week, come along to Connect Group. Like it's all good. Like you did that, maybe a little bit stupid. You know, grow a brain or two. But like it's all good. We include you in what we do. You're not dirty. You're not. We don't want to be with you. With man, we want to include you. You're who we are now. And so that was awesome. You know, in this scripture, we see that Jesus was all about being inclusive, you know. He didn't care about the people's backgrounds. He didn't care about what their job title was. He didn't care that Levi was a tax collector, what family upbringings that they had or, or what they did in their spare time. But he just included everyone. He just had a feed with everyone. He ate food with everyone. Eating food is good. Do it with everyone. So how do we be inclusive of everyone? How do we be inclusive of everyone? First, we need to get out of our bubble. Like pop that bubble, yo. Pop the bubble. Sometimes we get caught up in our, in our own little bubble with the people that we're always hanging with, and that's cool, and it's not bad, but we can't forget other people. Like Shanae said, we need to open up our circle. We need to like maybe just like pop our bubble so that other people can actually come inside. You know, even as a as a pastor, you know, I go along to a church event or, or on a Sunday morning and, and sometimes just naturally I go and hang out with my friends. You know, I'll go to, I'll go see Pastor Simmer and we'll chat about running or or something like that or you know we'll talk about food or you know we're talking about what's coming up this week or you know I'll go see Pastor Nate and we'll chat and and everything like that. But and, and I forget, you know, as as awesome as that is to talk to my friends, that's not why I'm here. I don't get paid on a Sunday. But that's not why I'm I'm here on a Sunday. That's not why what I'm doing. I'm here to include new people. I'm here to look out for new people. I'm, I'm here to see if anyone's new or if anyone's kind of sitting by themselves to, to welcome them, to include them, to make them feel like they are included into our service. It's why I'm here. And sometimes I forget I'm just human. And sometimes I just need to remind myself, no, 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 stop, stop talking and, and, and go say hello. And sometimes we need to do that. Like, Oh, like we've been hanging out for ages together. Maybe let's let's go see if anyone's new. Let's go to the rego table and see, uh, you know, talk to the guys and see if anyone's actually new here tonight, and get them to point them out to us so we can go talk to them and make them feel like they are welcomed at a live youth. You know, Jesus in this story, he'd been teaching. You know, he's he's this incredible. You know, he's amazing he's like people follow him to hear his teaching and there are pharisees and there's these other teachers who are listening to him 
and, and, and once, the, you know, every, uh, once he had finished teaching and stuff like that, it would have been so easy for Jesus to go hang out with these other people who kind of speak his language, you know, who, who, who kind of understand the teaching and everything like that, to, to go talk to people and, and continue like, to have like a side conversation of the teaching that he was talking about. But Jesus wasn't, it wasn't about that. Jesus stepped out of his bubble, chatted to a tax collector, and then had dinner and hung out with all of Levi's mates because he, he understood what it was to include everyone. Paul says this amazing thing. Who knows Paul? Anyone, anyone know Paul? Paul's this incredible guy. He got saved, radically saved. He was like slaughtering Christians. Jesus showed up. He's like, yo, what are you doing? Got radically saved and then wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. And he says this awesome thing in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19 to 23. Uh, and the first verse is even just amazing. Like, poof. He goes, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. Like that's the first verse. Like Paul's like, I'm, I'm not a slave, I'm free, but I'm, I'm here to win as many as possible. It didn't go on to 20 to 23. It says, to the Jews, I become like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. Paul gets a little bit like mind-boggling sometimes. You just have to keep up. To those not having the law, I, become, I became like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but I am under Christ's law. So as to win those not having the law. To the weak I become weak, to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by possible, so all possible means I may save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessing. What, what Paul is saying, I have become all things to all people. He, he's not, what, what Paul's doing is that he's, he's understanding people's culture. He's understanding what they do. He's understanding how they live, what they eat. You know, people ate different things and everything like that. And, and uh, he's, he's just understanding and he's trying, he's trying to be relevant to different people so that through his relevancy, he might be able to see some people saved. I have become all things to all people. You know, becoming all things doesn't mean that we have to act like them. It doesn't mean that we have to do the same thing with them. But it can. We can have a conversation with them. We can, we can hang out with them. Become all things to all people. Paul learned about the cultures, what the foods they eat, how they lived. He became relevant to them so that when he talked to them, that he would make sense to them and he would understand them and they would understand him. Jesus ate tax collectors and sinners. He didn't join in what they did. You know, he didn't, he didn't do what they did. He didn't promote what they did. But he just spent time with them. Jesus became human 
to save humans. Like how crazy is that? Like Jesus became us, he became all things to all men. Jesus became human to save humans. What can we do to become more relevant to the people around us? How do we become all things to all men? My second point is this, don't do it alone. You don't need to be the hero. You don't need to be Spider-Man. You don't need to be Iron Man. Rip. Oh, jokes. Now, if you haven't seen... <laughs> Got you, bro. Spider Man? Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Segway, thanks, Levi. Woo. Hook me up. Sure, bro. Got me, bro. You don't need to be here. Yo, Jesus, he didn't he didn't eat with sinners alone. He didn't hang out with them alone. It says uh, in the scripture, it says, While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples. He didn't do it alone. He, he, he knew he couldn't, like he could do it alone, but he, he wanted to bring other people in with him. He wanted people to share the opportunity to, to, to see other people come into the kingdom of God. The reason Christina and I don't do this alone and why we have such an incredible uh, leadership team is because there are too many of you for us to hang out with, just Christina and I. And so we've got this incredible youth team so that we can share the load, so that you may you know, hang out with someone who you, know, you, you relate to. You might not relate to me, and that's okay. You know, you may not relate to someone else, and that's okay, but hopefully there is someone in our team that you do relate to, and so that they can hang out with you, and that's why we don't do it alone. You know, if you see someone on a Friday night, you know, who may be alone or who, who may be new, take a few people with you and make them feel like they are included. You know, we are a family. Here we go. We're wrapping it up. The band can come up. Someone said yes, so that's sick of my preaching already. The, we are a family, and we all have different... <laughs> we all have different gifts. You know, some of us are, are really good at actually spotting someone who is alone. Spotting someone who's, who's new. There are, there are people who are really good at that. Maybe someone, you know, they're good at spotting someone who's a bit shy. Some of us are, are good at opening the circle. Like, hey, like, like, let's, let's move out. Let's make our circle bigger. You know, getting those new people involved or, or even being the icebreaker, you know. Someone, someone's real good at kind of like breaking that tension, breaking the ice, making room. For that when this other person is who may be good at conversation. You know, some, there are some of you here that are good at conversation. You know, you're good at talking to new people. You know, that's, that's a hard thing to do. You're really good at talking to new people. 
And then some of us are really good at inviting. Whether inviting to church or inviting to V group, maybe they haven't been to a V group. Maybe there's someone in your group that is good at doing that, or even just to hang out. You've got holidays coming up. You're just inviting someone to hang out. You know, expand your bubble, pop your bubble. We all have different gifts, but all of them work together. All of them work together so that we can be a youth ministry that is strictly inclusive. It is a family, people who aren't left behind, people who aren't left on the side. You know, so as we finish off term two, as we go into term three and the, and the rest of our life, you know, let's, let's go in it with the, with the heart and the focus of being strictly inclusive. Everything that we do, let's be strictly inclusive. As I wrap up tonight, really quickly, I was going to get everyone to close their eyes. Every eye closed. Because I don't want to go into the holidays not having done this. You know, we've had new people come along the last couple of weeks. We've got new people here tonight. And I don't know your journey. I don't know what path you're on with God. You may know God. You may not know God. But what I tell you is that Jesus is amazing. He is incredible. Came to earth, became fully man, fully human. Fully man, fully God. He came to earth, fully God, fully man. He took on everyone's sins. He took on your sin, He took on my sin. Past, present, and future. So that we could have a relationship with God. He took on the price of sin, which was death. He died. He was buried. But three days later, He rose again. He rose again. And now we have this incredible relationship with Jesus. The, the bridge has, uh, with God, now the bridge has been, uh, the, the gap has been bridged. So you may not, you may know him, you may not know him. Teenage life, you may have walked away from him, you may have decided to do your own thing, and that's totally fine. But what I want to do here tonight is I want to get give you the opportunity to come back to know him, or to know him for the first time, to have a relationship with with God. So if that's you, if you want a relationship with Jesus, whether it be a first time or you're coming back to Him, I just want you to lift your hand so I can see it. I want to lift it real high. No 
one else is looking, just me. But if that's you, if you want to have a relationship with Jesus, I just want you to lift your hand. Awesome. Thank you, God. really quickly that's amazing I see that sneaky hand thank you God thank you Jesus you want to ask before I wrap it up it's not too late awesome bro it's amazing so good just to just to wait a little bit but he's the time it's amazing so good Chuck out their hand real quickly so I can see it. Awesome, God, I thank you for these incredible young people who have raised their hand to have a relationship with you. God, you know their journey. You know their path. God, I just pray, Lord Father, God, you do something in their heart. Incredible tonight. But tonight there's this incredible decision that they have made to follow you. So God, I thank you for for that, God. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. That was the Alive Youth Podcast. To find out more, visit us at aliveyouth.com.au or follow us on Instagram at aliveyouth.com.au.